found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. All right, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Ken Miller Show here on 1700 KBGG. It's Trent Condon and myself with you until 2 o'clock. I uh, hear this afternoon talking the world of sports, but localizing it uh, as best as we can for you. Coming up on the program today, only one guest in the first hour, Zubin Mahente from ESPN. We will uh, pick Zubin's brain on uh, college basketball, maybe a little NFL. Who knows where we'll go with Zubin? Uh, his company, ESPN, or the one he works for, he certainly doesn't own it or run it. Uh, they made some news today with their assignments to Sunday Night Baseball on the surface. I like it. We'll get into that a little bit uh, here with Trent. Uh, we'll preview tonight's Iowa-Wisconsin game. Uh, Wisconsin uh, opened as a one-point dog. Line, I think, is moving. We'll get the latest on that with Trent, who I'm sure will be taking a stab at that one tonight. Um, we'll recap Iowa State and Texas on the road last night. Uh, road's a tough place to win, folks. And uh, Iowa State, who had a huge, huge win over Texas Tech this weekend, they couldn't take that act on the road, and they fell uh, to the Longhorns in a game that uh, the matchups, as they're going to do from time to time, just uh, weren't in their favor. So we'll recap that one. In the 1 o'clock hour, Reed Timmer, yes, Reed Timmer from the Drake Bulldogs will be here. We'll talk about his first place Valley team and, uh, you know, just how long the road has been to get to this point and how much more fun it has to be uh, in this year as opposed to the uh, previous years in his career. And it's nice to see, at least it was this past Saturday, to see the NAP have a diff, uh, a decent uh, amount of fans in the building, 3 o'clock tip in the afternoon. Uh, there was local, well, there was uh, coverage of the basketball game and a good game at that came right down to the end. Fun game and uh, Drake uh, holds serve at home. So we'll do that with Reed Timmer. Uh, Scott Dockerman will be here. And then I want to talk to Nick Athen, uh, A, because I... I want to talk about football. <laughs> Kicking and screaming, Trent, as you know, yes. that football's coming to an end. But look, at the Chiefs were the only team to beat both Super Bowl participants this year. Weeks one and two. Seems like a million years Doesn't ago. Doesn't it seem like a million years yeah. ago? Um, it, sure, it's, it sure does. But, you know, the Chiefs are 5-0, and oh, and two of their wins... Now, week one, they knock off the defending Super Bowl champs and do so in resounding fashion at Gillette, then uh, lift the lid on the home portion of the season and beat Carson Wentz and the Philadelphia Eagles. That was a good game. That was that was in one of those games I thought could have gone either way, but it went the Chiefs' way. So we'll talk to Nick about that. Uh, we've got Iowa tonight. We, you know, Trent, I couldn't, I, I can't tell you how much I was. I thought my night was going to be perfect, right? And it's all about me. Yes, of course. Um, I thought, oh, good, Iowa, Wisconsin at six. Mm-hmm. Boom, as soon as it's over, Oklahoma and Kansas. How about Ooh, that one? What yeah. a great night of college basketball in our wheelhouse. Well, it's not a Super Tuesday in the Miller household. No, that, I mean, how can Kansas and Oklahoma be a six? Didn't you think that would, I mean, I never even thought to look, Trent. I just yes, assumed yes. it's an eight o'clock tip, but not the case. Do you know what the eight o'clock game on ESPN is? No, I don't think I do because I think I threw the paper down and discussed it. I, I never went. What is it? Mississippi State at Kentucky. Kentucky stinks. Mississippi State isn't very good. Well, I'll take your word for it. Better not. <laughs> um, and and Northwestern Minnesota at six. I mean, two underachieving Big Ten Talk teams. About underachieving, absolutely. Uh, I'll find a hockey game. 
Hockey game will do it for well, you. Well, the Jets play at nine thirty, so I had to oh. have a lot of. Yeah, I hate these West Coast swings. Are you going to see the first period and tape the rest and get that, up in the morning and not go on to Twitter until I watch the last two periods? That's how it works for you. Yeah, huh? That's how it work for me. I can't stay up anymore. Well, you don't have to get up at at six a.m. every morning. You don't no, have to. But my wife took a. I mean, I don't know what she's. My wife took. She's always been a um, a teacher's associate in the Ankeny schools, right? Mm-hmm. She loves kindergarten kids. Oh, yeah. Can't get enough of the youngsters. Mm-hmm. And so one of the kindergarten associates or something had to, was having some surgery. They needed a lot. Well, I'll do it. Sure, I'd love to do it. A long-term sub? For, and the alarm goes off. She has to be at work at 8.30. You know what time the alarm goes off? 4.45. What? We live in Ankeny, Trent. Just, this just in. She has to be there at, at 8.30. 8.30, yeah. 4.45. I mean, does she she go to the gym for an no, hour and a half? No, no, no. She bothers me for until, until I finally get up. So maybe you do have to get up. Absolutely, early. Okay. That, that's All my right. point. But we digress. Uh, let, let's go. Let's go to um, the, the the here and now. And I guess back to last night. Um, look, Iowa State cut it to six a couple of times in the basketball game. It never looked at any point, at least to me, that they were going to be able to come all the way back. Mm-mm. I mean, they they had no answer for Mo Bamba, and right. unless you have a six eleven kid or a seven footer. Uh, you're, most teams aren't going to have an answer for Mo Bamba, and he was so freaking good last night. And Kerwin Roach early. Good I mean, miss. It's, it's just, you hear this from both sides, from Hawkeye fans, from Cyclone fans. Why is it that this always happens to us? Mm-hmm. Going off and hitting three-pointers. But, I mean, that's a perfect example last night of the Yanks to Cyclone fans. Texas came in shooting 30% from downtown. They're just firing up threes, mm-hmm. sometimes garbage threes, and they're dropping in. Just it's so frustrating. Yes, it and is. And I was on the Cyclones last night. That was also frustrating. <laughs> yeah. What did the number tip at? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Well. Seven, I had hope a couple times you when did. they cut it down. Yeah. and They could never get over the hump, though. Well, in the final four minutes, they didn't score. Yes, yeah. And they, they went small ball for a uh-huh. while there. That didn't work. Well, you got to give Prom credit for trying. He's pushing buttons. He's he's doing everything, and he's got a limited roster. I mean, he's he's now down the last couple of games. I don't think he's got any more than seven deep. Right, Lewis and Long. Lewis maybe played for a minute on Saturday, maybe. But they're not even rotational. No, players. no, and they Long are. hasn't seen the floor. You're right. right. So it's it's a seven man team, and mm-hmm. and this, and the parts are not interchangeable. You know, you don't have a bunch of guys that, all right, we can go here and we can play this guy at the five for a while and, and then you can slide over and play a little small. They're kind of what they are. You don't see pieces that you can mix and match and do a bunch of things with. They tried maybe the only thing they could do differently with, with Tally at the four or even a stre- stretch mm-hmm. five. But they're just, with a limited roster, this is what's going to This is a rebuilding year. Yep. Cyclo fans, you haven't seen it in a while. This is what a rebuilding right. year looks like. Right. And, and you're seeing it. And I think they were, I think that they were, um, they were aware of the fact that this year was going to be different. Mm-hmm. But look, that the get a couple of nice wins at Hilton, right? And and what we've seen so far um, is that when the, when they play at home, they they've got a chance. The road has not been kind to them. Mm-hmm. Jackson last night struggled mightily to make a shot last night. Wigington was hot and cold. Cameron Lard has been the best cyclone on the floor for the last, I don't know, two or three weeks. It seems like if um, you know if you were doing a first star every week, I think that most weeks, uh, certainly recently, Cameron Lard would be that guy. Uh, Solomon Young has not been scoring the last couple of games. He didn't score again last night. Yeah. He's doing some other stuff though. I mean, he's trying to guard. He was trying to 
Uh, he drew the short straw a couple of times, and you take Bamba. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yeah, and Bamba couldn't miss. I mean, but it's hard yeah. to miss when you're six eleven. You're standing right underneath the basket, and the ball's in your hand, right? His wingspan's what oh, seven six. He's huge. He's so long. He just... You know, I heard the, going into the weekend maybe that there was a lot of not just not sure on Bamba, not sure on Mo Bamba. Some nights I watch him, I think he's a really good player. Other nights I'm not sure he's uh, not going to be at Texas for all four years. I'm not whoa, buying that whoa, for whoa. a second. I mean, he's if, 6'11". Yes. If Patton from Creighton is drafted in, what, was it, what do you want, 13? Uh, yeah, to the, T, to the T-Wolves, right? Yeah, he's a T-Wolf. Then Mo Bamba is going to be drafted mm-hmm. in the top at least 20 mm-hmm. of this year's draft. It doesn't matter what happens to him the rest of the way and how bad he's looking. Right. In potential, size, all those things. He's going to be trapped. Well, and he's, he, it's sticking around. He, Come on. He, no, I, I agree. I mean, he, he was on last night. He was yes. um, he was so good last night, Trent, and uh, one of the reasons. And, and hitting threes, too. And here's what Iowa, yeah. Iowa State doesn't have. They don't have. You know, George Niang could step outside and make a three. Deontay Burton stepped outside and made a pile of threes. Mm-hmm. Um Old number 30, right? Number 30. I think, yes, I think he yes. was 30. Um, or you take one dribble and those long legs and long arms yeah. and he dunk on you. Right. They don't have that this year. No, Bra- Brace, we were sold maybe he could shoot it. Yeah. But he's easy to cover up. Even if he is on a little bit, you just close out. He's not mm-hmm. going to blow by you and get by you and, and finish with the dunk like Burton is. He's not that kind of guy. They, right. It's again back to kind of those parts. They're not versatile, I guess is probably the word that I was looking for. They're, they just don't have those guys that can do a bunch of different things. They are what they are, and mm-hmm. that, that's okay. There's hope for the future. And you know, Tally, we saw the moment against yeah. Texas Tech, and you're seeing a little bit out of all these guys. You're excited. You know, Wyler Babb feels like he's been around forever. This is only his second season playing, but he had the redshirt year after mm-hmm. his one year in Arkansas. So get another year of him. Wheaton's coming back. Lard will be a sophomore next year. You get the transfers. You get that class. The future's bright for Iowa State. It's frustrating, though. Go from how well they played Saturday, two days later. Yeah, but on they, the road. They just didn't play well. No. Uh, Trent, uh, I went from watching that to flipping over and watching two of the Big Ten's best teams you know ohio state nebraska last uh last night and pretty good basketball game i mean uh, nebraska couldn't do anything at the end of it uh ohio state went on a run in the final uh, couple of minutes i think it was 11-4 run something like that to put the game away but i'll tell you what and i've only seen uh james palmer uh, maybe some of the nights that I've watched Nebraska, he hasn't been as good as he was last night, which is hard to be because he mm-hmm. set a career high with 34 points. I mean, enjoy him, Husker fans, while you got him, because yeah, this yeah. is this is his last year in Lincoln. 34 points last night. I mean, Bates, Diop, and, uh, and Palmer was how the game was built coming into it. Palmer. Uh, took all the spotlight in that game. Now his team didn't win, so I'll give you that. Uh, Glenn Watson couldn't make a shot to save his life. He was terrible, just awful last night. But watching Palmer Trent, my God, how did he get away from Miami? That was a deep Miami team and just wasn't seeing Is minutes. that what it was? Yeah. It was just it was playing time, huh? I, he wanted to be a guy like this. That All right, you're going to get 34 minutes a game. Mm-hmm. Can have a little more At freedom. The two? What a player. Yeah. I mean, this is an NBA player. I mean, if he's yeah. six six, I don't know what he weighs. He's a big dude. He's, he's got some 215, girth. probably 220. I was going to yeah. say 220, 225, yeah. but okay, 215 to your point. Um, junior, uh, Redshirt Junior, but mm-hmm. still, um, if that, he's, an, he's an NBA prototype right there and can fill it up. Is Nebraska the best chance at a fifth team? 
better than Maryland out of the Big Ten this year. Didn't Maryland win last night? I think they – oh, no, who did they play, Indiana? They lost Indiana. In, they lost Indiana. Yeah, lost they three. led a lot in that game. That's what it yeah. was. They, they, I thought they were going to win that game for a long time. Um, to, 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 yes. And I hope so because it it kind of feels closer, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Nebraska and football, we, we have SIP Weekly. Right. Um, right. And we're going to talk to him Thursday because Iowa plays Nebraska on Saturday, correct? Mm-hmm. What time's that game, do you know? Don't know offhand, no. Okay. Um, Already getting the – Weekend schedule set up over there, <laughs> yeah. huh? <laughs> yeah, you know, there's no football. Are you aware of that? Yeah, yeah. This just in. Well, Pro Bowl. That's Sunday, That's right? That's Sunday, yeah. Mm. I think afternoon. You know, I say every year, I think the NHL and the NBA, NFL, are, their all-star games are both this weekend. Oh, really? It's kind of stupid. It is, yeah. I mean, if, and they'll both be on Sunday, right? And they'll both be on Sunday, especially yeah. if you're the NHL and you're trying to attract viewers. Why would yeah. you? I mean, Move if, it up a day. Do anything, yeah. And I like the Saturday I like what they've done with it. the The three on three format is a much better version of sixteen to fifteen. This, this is this is news to me. They play three on three. They play three on three in the NHL. Also, how long has this been happening? Two years. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think two years. Shows you how deep I've dived into the NHL. Yeah, All-Star I take game. the weekend off for the most part too. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, Lazard's in Mobile, right? Yes. Yeah. No. No. Uh, Josie Jewell. Though. Yeah, he begged out of it. I saw a tweet from, and I, I can't remember, I apologize offhand who it was, but when they announced that Josie Jewell would not be there, mm-hmm. even for you know the measurements, a lot of groans. Out of I the saw scouts. the same tweet yeah. from, from NFL scouts that want him to be there. Yeah. Look, if you, if you <laughs> plug in a tape. Yes, yeah. I would play 13 games this year. I'm confident all of them were on TV, Trent. Yeah, not difficult. No. Yeah, three-year starter. Right. The only three-year captain under Kirk Ferentz. Mm-hmm. I think... I think you pop in the tape. And, and here's the other thing. Plays. He's going to do pro day. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming, although I haven't seen the combine invites, I've got to think that he for sure has been invited to the combine. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? You're, you're going to have to wait another month before you get if, if the tape's not enough. Um, yeah, I can, but I, at the same time, I guess I understand why they're they want the They want the best players, or they want players that they want to get an opportunity to identify to judge, to watch, to measure, to... Against their peers. Against their peers. So I can understand why they're frustrated, but at the same time, you know, go ahead and... He's a football player. Yes, yeah. He will jump off the tape when I was on defense. And much like Des Every single series. There might be some measurables that aren't prototypical. Mm -hmm. He's a player. Mm -hmm. He's a football player. Mm -hmm. He'll make plays, and he'll get drafted in third, fourth, fifth round, whatever it is, and... Then we'll be reading the stories in training camp. Oh, did they get a uh, did they get a diamond in the rough and Joe C. Jewell from Iowa? And then season will begin and they'll make plays and now look burn at the guy. Rose Bowl tape. Oh, yeah, we don't. Love but you know what? That, here's those were all cleats, right? No, he, he, he wasn't. He wasn't the only hawk that Christian McCaffrey embarrassed in that football yeah. game. Now the Joe C. Jewell play was you know one of the ones that jumps he was up. On but skates. We're talking about Christian McCaffrey here, who dominated the game. Um, like few others have in the past, that was unbelievable watching the thirty minutes that I did before we got back in the car and left the Rose Bowl. You left the Rose Bowl early at halftime. Now I don't remember much of the second half. Well, you were were you tanked or were you oh, just yeah. had enough? Oh, I yeah, I, well, I was there, mm-hmm. but uh, started imbibing a little bit deeper than I originally planned. No, did you? Because we didn't see you pregame, did we? No, no. I uh, just I, I was running into so many people too. That Were was you? The other part it was people I hadn't seen since college, mm-hmm. people I hadn't seen since high school, people from Osage. It was just where th- did you tailgate? 
We, our first spot, we were right next to the stadium, the main entrance there. Yeah. My buddy got there at 4 a.m. They weren't letting people in until 7 a.m. They let him in, though, and a couple other cars that were waiting that early. So we were like the third car in. Wow. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> then my other group of friends were on the other side of the stadium, so we hiked over there for a while, but hit it all. Drank them all, and then well, we get inside. Oh, they're serving beer. So there, yeah, they are. Uh, it kicked the two. You go. What time did you? What time did you crack the first one? Oh, seven a.m. So you did. You showed a little bit. Of, yeah, I was uh, fine at the beginning, yeah. but uh, you 20, held back. I mean, if you're there, twenty-one four, nothing, until twenty-eight 70. nothing, oh, yeah, and then yeah. all right, I'm going up, and I'm bringing back three tall boys, and mm-hmm. I'm going to get through them quickly. The second half was ugly. Mm. I got elbowed a few times from the wife. Yeah, well, we we luckily uh, made it back to the hotel we were staying at, and um, I, we like missed a minute of game action. Oh, so we sat in the bar. Perfectly. It was perfect. We yeah. sat in the bar, and they had Stella on tap at the mm. Embassy Suites that we were staying at in Arcadia, uh, which is about uh, I think it was about a mile from Santa Anita. I've stayed there a, a bunch of times uh-huh. in the past in that area, um, and watched the rest. Of the, but left the or the Rose Bowl. At off time, so excited to cover bucket list all of my career. Wanted to get out there and, but we did all the the stuff that I wanted to do. The yeah. game itself was eh, not so much as you well know. And after the game, you weren't going to be doing interviews after. No, hell, you no. did your interviews before. Right, they sent a half hour TV show back to MediaCom yep. with all the stuff that we did, and um, yeah, our work was done. And yeah, it was fun, fun, fun <laughs> trip, fun, fun trip. Um, we'll take a timeout. Zubin Mahente is going to be here next. We'll talk to Zubin about basketball. Um, I want to ask him about Fultz. What is going on with him? He can't shoot. But is it? Is it? I mean, is this um, between the years? It has to. Is be. this blast disease? Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, is is this what we're seeing? The equivalent to, you know, baseball. We're seeing in yeah. the NBA. Speak- is it pressure? Speaking of baseball, some baseball news today. Yeah, you know, I like it, too. ESPN front. Right. Uh, Matt Versurgeon, that was the part I didn't know until Mm -hmm. you mentioned that to me. I saw A-Rod is going to be in the booth with uh, Jessica Mendoza. But play-by-play, Matt Versurgeon, who I've always enjoyed. He's he's got just a good, good, solid voice. He pops up on MLB Network, a lot of studio work, but... uh, yeah, I think pretty good crew. Well, Dan Schulman is a, is a pro's pro. Yes. He's as good, and this has nothing to do with the fact that uh, that he's also Canadian. I love Dan <laughs> Schulman. He is a terrific broadcaster, whether he's doing college basketball or whether he's doing or was doing MLB or whether he does the Toronto Blue Jays, which he does a lot mm-hmm. uh, in the summertime, the TV there. So I get to hear him a lot uh, through the MLB package. Um, but Viscursion is really good. And, and Alex Rodriguez, he reminds me so much the story – I mean, Chris Webber, look yeah. at the broadcaster he's become. And did you ever think when he was a part of the Fab Five that somehow that, and I don't know, it's just perception with him, right? We just, at least I didn't think that Chris Webber was a very good guy. Mm-hmm. You know, just had that opinion of him. And I'm assuming most people thought the same thing. Yet when he does NBA or when he works the NCAA tournament, um, I think he's really good. And Alex Rodriguez, when he sat down, to be an analyst on on Fox for the playoff coverage, I thought, wow, he was a wow for me. I still don't get Chris Weber. I know you like Weber. I do like Weber. Yeah, there's something that bothers me, and maybe it's late game, not just you know the timeout against Carolina, getting away with the trap right. beforehand. And he but, did. I mean, the way he disappeared in Sacramento in yeah. the Western Conference Finals doesn't want anything to do with the Fab Five reunions no, no. or anything like that anymore. And just I don't know. 
he acts, he's like, oh, we, we wouldn't let do, you know, get away with those kind of things back in our day. Like, you were the biggest wimp on the floor. What are you talking? I, I, there's, so he, t- was, he talks tougher than he was. They were so good, though, Trent. Oh, they were really good. <laughs> yeah. But he talks tougher than he was, especially as an NBA player. Yeah. I think that's what bothers me. And he what broke the bank in the NBA, too. No, oh, I think yeah. I think he's good. But two guys that you wouldn't have thought, at least um, we agree on Alex Rodriguez. Yes. I think he's really good. Um, Jessica Mendoza, a lot of people don't like her. I kind of, she, to me, she's like taking sand to the beach. Mm-hmm. You know, she's there. And I don't, I don't know if she adds much, but um, she certainly doesn't detract, I don't no. think, from the broadcast. She's just, you know, I, I can't wait to hear Viscurgeon and, uh, and A-Rod and um you know, Mendoza will do her part, her part. We'll do our part to get uh, Zubin Mahente next uh, and look forward to talking to him. He joins the program as we continue here. Reed Timmer at 1. Looking forward to talking a little Drake basketball with Reed Timmer at 1 o'clock. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Connor and myself with you until 2 on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right than you, 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number Number one in Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, head coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. They say, want a new wireless plan? Gotta buy a new phone. At Simple Mobile, we say, just bring your own phone. Then pop in a Simple Mobile SIM card and boom, you've got 30-day unlimited plans starting at just $25 with nationwide coverage on a lightning-fast 4G LTE network, all with no contract. You can keep it complicated, or you can mobile simple with Simple Mobile. Available nationwide at Best Buy, Simple Mobile dealers, and authorized retailers. See the latest terms and conditions of service at simplemobile.com. This is Trent Condon from 1700 KBGG. For every 10 miles per hour, over 50 miles per hour, the risk of death in a crash is doubled. Make zero fatalities your goal and slow down. As a small business owner, you're always on the go. So how can you make sure you never miss a customer's call? Grasshopper. That's right. With Grasshopper, you get all of the features of a business phone system that's affordable and incredibly easy to use directly on your cell phone. You get a toll-free or vanity phone number that's memorable and professional. Customers are forwarded to your phone and connected to your team. And you can work from anywhere using Wi-Fi calling or our desktop app. And with our mobile app, your outgoing calls and texts show up as your professional phone number. Voicemails are transcribed and sent to your email so you can determine their importance at a glance. So whether you're on the go or working from home and need to keep business calls separate or you simply want a professional tone, Grasshopper makes it happen. Set up your account in just minutes. There are no long-term contracts and support is 24-7. Get your calls, stay connected, thrive. Now get $20 off your first month when you visit grasshopper.com slash radio. Grasshopper.com slash radio. Hey guys, Trent Condon here again from 1700 KBGG. We made it. A new year upon us. A happy 2018. No lot of people have New Year's resolutions, things you want to improve upon, but a lot of times you need help. 
if better health is one of your goals in 2018, I have a place for you that has helped me. It's New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness has built a strong history helping one patient at a time. They'll make a program specifically designed for you from weight loss, hormonal treatment, maybe it's migraines, so many things that New Leaf Wellness can help you with in 2018. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. Well, it's that time of year again, tax time. Not all tax firms are the same. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Not only am I a tax pro, but a certified financial planner as well. We can discuss tax savings ideas and financial services when we meet. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. Give us a try. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 Advantage Financial and Tax Services. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon and myself with you until 2 in the 1 o'clock hour. Drake Sr., leading scorer Reed Timmer, will be here. They've got a massive game tomorrow at the Knapp Center. Battle for first place, 6-2 versus 6-2. Loyola paying a visit. We'll talk to Reed Timmer at 1 o'clock. Scott Dockerman will follow, and then we'll do a little bit with Nick Athen before we get Trent to opine on how he's going to be firing tonight uh, <laughs> at the Iowa and Wisconsin game. Let's go to Zubin Mahente, ESPN. He joins us in his weekly spot as we bounce around sports. Zubin, Trent, and Ken, how are you, Zubin Mahente? Good, guys. Good, guys. Very busy time of year. Tiger, college basketball heating up. Super Bowl talk, there's a, there's a ton of stuff going on. I'm actually headed into work a little early today. We'll be on after Super Tuesday tonight. So um, I mean, that's a big one, too. I mean, Kansas and Trey Young. Yeah. So uh, we're looking forward to it. No, absolutely. Uh, Zubin, if there's anything you could do, I'd appreciate you moving the uh, Kansas-Oklahoma game from 6 until 8. If that's within your powers to do so, that will work out great for us. Uh, you know, Trent and I went to break talking about the new Sunday night baseball booth. We've talked before how big of a, a fan I am of Dan Schulman. I think he's an absolute pro. Uh, going to miss him on Sunday night. Hope he's going to do some Blue Jays game in his native Canada in Ontario where uh, where he lives. I know he's still doing college basketball, but Mass Vescurgeon comes in. I think he's terrific. And Alex Rodriguez in kind of a unique arrangement. 
he's still going to do Fox in the postseason, but be one of two analysts, Jessica Mendoza, maintains her spot. Uh, you don't see too many of those arrangements in uh, sports media. Uh, Alex Rodriguez being able, being allowed, I guess, uh, to wear two hats. Pretty unique. Yeah, I mean, I'm not an executive. I'm just an anchor, and I can only speak as a fan, somebody that watches Sunday Night Baseball, somebody that likes baseball, somebody that likes baseball discussion. So that's really my viewpoint, and my viewpoint on it is pretty simple. Um, The consumer, I think we've talked about this before on other topics, the consumer or the viewer, in this case, is more discerning than ever. And it's getting harder and harder for people to sit there and watch a three-hour baseball game under any circumstances. And you have to be able to bring something to the broadcast. And we kind of discussed this a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about Monday Night Football. You have to be able to bring something to the broadcast. Baseball's a little bit harder because to many people, it's a little bit of a harder sell than football. you got 162 games. Understanding this is only a Sunday night thing, but it's not nearly as special as football, but it's once-a-week situation. And obviously, its place in the American landscape is a little bit different than it used to be. So for me, you have got to make this as palatable it's possible. You know, I think their first game is like March 29th, Dodgers-Giants. Okay, you know, we're talking to you in Central Iowa. Any reason to care about those two teams? Not really. Any reason where I'm standing here in West Hartford, Connecticut today to talk about those two teams? Not really. But if A-Rod's on the broadcast and people have generally liked his sort of turnaround, it's been a tremendous turnaround from where it used to be. I think it's so interesting that the news comes out on the day where there's a lot of Hall of Fame chatter and his candidacy mm-hmm. certainly will certainly create a lot of chatter here in the next several years moving forward. you got to give the viewer the best stuff that's out there. And it's not unprecedented. I think at the end of the day, um, it doesn't seem like so territorial. I mean, Beth Moen called games on CBS when Jay Billis was working for ESPN or is working for ESPN. He was calling NCAA tournament games with the late Dick Enberg on CBS. You're seeing something like this. Um, back in the day, for some of your older viewers, I'm sure you'll remember there was something called the Baseball Network where the late John Saunders and Hannah Storm and Bob Costas mm-hmm. were all together on different networks. So to me, I just think A-Rod just makes this like a huge story because he's so much bigger than any individual just a broadcaster because of his profile. But I think at the end of the day, this is just something that benefits uh, the viewer. And uh, ESPN and Disney and Fox are also in a little bit of a relationship now after a big purchase last month. That might open up the doors a little bit, too. But whatever's best for the viewer is what you got to do now. Period. End of story. Zoom in from baseball to a little inside baseball. So I'm watching over the weekend. You're doing halftime of game. You're uh, going back and forth. And, and I just thought of this. What's the, the assignment that you get that excites you most? Is it doing a sports center, doing a game, and just having one other person knock things around? Is it more of a roundtable format? What's the one thing that you'd put at the top of the list that gets a, an extra pep in your step uh, to get your day started? Well, I mean, for me, having worked here for six years, the biggest thing is just doing something I haven't done before. So on Saturday, it's just sort of like doing something I haven't done before and then just filing away things. Because the one thing I've noticed is it's sort of like when you guys do your show, you might take some calls, you might have some guests, but every once in a while, a guest or a caller is going to say something that sort of just resonates with you. And it's not really an appropriate time to bring it up because let's say 10 people are on hold or you have to get to this guest or that guest, but you sort of just jot it down, put it in your phone, and say to yourself, when the time comes, I'm going to bust that out. And so this weekend, I was doing my first basketball shift 
we were doing a lot of halftime reports with Chris Spatola. And Chris played at Army, but what he's really known for is that his father-in-law is Mike Krzyzewski. He served on the Duke mm. staff for seven years. He was there for the Gordon Hayward game. He was there for quite a bit of stuff under Coach Krzyzewski. And what was really cool was just to talk to him during the game. You know, when we're doing the halftime, we're doing the halftime. When we're doing the game updates, we're doing the game updates. But then just to sit there and be like, hey, what's the biggest thing you took away from Coach K? What do you think about the Zion Williamson thing? That actually happened to be that same night. Mm -hmm. You know, what did you take away? Why are you in broadcasting? Would you go back to coaching? You know, what what would it be like when you were going for a recruit and at the last second he pulled out? How would Coach K handle that? You know, how does a guy in his 70s continually relating to a guy, to guys in their teen years? And I, you know, it may never come to fruition. Maybe one day if you were to ask me about it, I would answer it. But it's just getting that little information. And then sure enough, that night I actually uh, interviewed Zion Williamson. We actually had the announcement at uh, 8 Eastern time, and uh, we were leading up to it, and we talked to him, and he made a shocking choice, and I got a couple of questions after, two or three questions with him afterwards. And, um, you know, one of them was, why Duke? And I just sat there for hours beforehand speaking with the guy that knows the Duke program inside and out. The favorite, as you probably know, was Clemson. People in the world, Thought he was going. world were generally shocked yep. when he picked Duke. But it was just one of those things where when you work with somebody you haven't worked with, when you're doing something, talking to Zion that you haven't done before, that still gets me going, just kind of doing stuff I've never done and then just sort of seeing if I can meet the challenge on it. Mm. Zuba Mahente is our guest. Yeah, there were rumors that he was spotted on the Clemson campus on Friday <laughs> night. Saturday announced he's going to Duke. Just just crazy. Uh, Zuba, I want to ask you about Kansas and Jayhawks in, in the Big 12 here. And, you know, I was – maybe I just convinced myself, like I tried last week to convince myself that Jacksonville was going to beat New England. And by the end of the week, I was I was listening to myself and I was buying in to myself. <laughs> And I did the same thing earlier this year with Kansas when I thought it's coming to an end that this team is nowhere near as good as they have been. The conference is, um, there, there's no easy nights in the Big 12. Kansas is going to have a nice year, but they're not going to win it all. It's going to be West Virginia, or it's going to be, well, I, I think I picked West Virginia, and, and um, TCU beats them last night. Look, if Kansas beats Oklahoma tonight, Zubin, I guess is where I'm going. Essentially, it's all over, and here we go again, Bill Self is going to do what he always does and wins the Big 12. Did you think that Kansas was going to maintain their place at the top of this league, or did you, like me, think that this might be a year that they come back to the pack? And I don't know about you, but it impresses me more that uh, what they're doing and how they're doing it. Yeah, I mean, I think at the beginning of the year, when you saw Arizona State go in there and win, and then they were the last undefeated team in the country, you thought to yourself, well, you know, that may be a quote-unquote good loss, even though they didn't lose at home. The Washington loss Washington, is really stunning. Yep. The Texas Tech loss is really stunning, although they've played a little bit better, Texas Tech has since then. I think people respect Beard as a coach, but then you saw what happened when Texas Tech went into Ames over the weekend. Um, so I think you look at it and say, one thing that's been underrated about this streak, and I know we all know this, but it bears worth repeating, you know, this streak can and has continued based on them tying in the Big 12 title. So while they may not be head and shoulders above everybody, I do think that they tend to get the benefit of the doubt. It's sort of like your Jags example. As much as you wanted the Jags to win, if there was one team of the four this weekend 
that were to get the benefit of the doubt, who would it be? And it's sort of like college basketball example. Yeah, TCU is hot out of the gate. Yeah, Kansas is Kansas. Yeah, West Virginia looks awesome with Javon Carter. Yeah, Oklahoma looks great with Trey Young. But if I just give you those four teams, which team would get the benefit of the doubt? I think it's pretty obvious it would be Kansas. They also went into Morgantown. They were down 16 and rallied to win. That's going to be a play, so I'm not sure the rest of the season any other Big 12 team is going to win. Uh, Malik Newman is playing a lot better. That's a big one. He had 12 straight points in their win over Baylor the other day. But to your point, Ken, squeaking out wins over Baylor, squeaking out wins over Texas Christian, squeaking out wins over Kansas State, it's not vintage Kansas, but winning is winning. Let me give you a great stat we came up with the other day. Since that game where Texas Tech defeated Kansas on January 2nd, since that game through last night, there have been 28 games played in the Big 12 from January 2nd conference games, 28 games from January 2nd through yesterday. Of those 28 games, 25 have been won by the home team. 25. And so when everybody says the Big 12 is the toughest league in America, and I agree that it probably is, you generally tend to think leagues like that have balance, where road teams can go in and win, but two of those three have been Kansas. So, again, it's hard to win on the road anywhere in college basketball, especially in the toughest conference in America, but of the three examples where it's essentially happened here in the last three weeks or 21 days, however you want to call it, twice that team has been Kansas. So I think they get the benefit of the doubt if you're wondering the other one with Kansas State over Baylor yesterday. But it just goes to show, again, the lasting power of Kansas. Zubin, uh, you talked about maybe not being a vintage Kansas team. It, it popped into mind. Gonzaga losing last week to St. Mary's. Gets to the national title game a year ago. Finally gets uh, the breakthrough to the Final Four. Doesn't look like uh, maybe a vintage Gonzaga team either this season. And then you couple that with the Pac-12 being down this season. Uh, we're going to have to see a lot of tim- teams shipped out west this year to kind of fill out that western bracket, it looks like. Yeah, I mean, I think the Pac-12 is clearly the worst of the Power Five. If you wanted to add the AAC and the Big East, I'd be willing to say the Pac-12 might be behind all seven of those. Yeah. Or I guess six of those because they'd be included in the Power Five. I think you can make a real argument the Big East is probably better, certainly better at the top. The AAC certainly seems very competitive, and that's with Wichita struggling. I don't think a lot of people expected that to be happening. But I will tell you the one team to really watch out for, in my opinion, on the West Coast, you're right. I think this is the year where – if Randy Bennett's not going to get it done this year, this may be the best chance for him to get it done. There was a lot of uh, discussion how poorly they had played in the non-con. And not, not, when I mean poorly, I mean when you have a couple of chances to win games, knowing that your conference isn't strong, you have to take care of business, and they didn't. But I will tell you one team to watch out for. It's a team that Iowa State fans know really well, and that's Nevada. Nevada has some big-time players. Uh, their coach is tremendous, Eric Musselman. They won the CBI in his first year. Second year, obviously got to the tournament face Iowa State. This year, looks like the Mountain West is probably going to be more than a one-bid league. Over the last few years, it's been a one-bid league. And so you had a lot of pressure to win the conference tournament, which they did. But I think this year, they can get in, probably with an at-large, although I still think they're the favorite to win the conference tournament. But the reason I say that is they just have some legit players. They have a couple transfers, three transfers, actually, two from North Carolina State a couple of other guys that are legit, legit players. So while they don't get a lot of attention, 
and people are wondering what's wrong with Gonzaga, what's happened to UCLA, what's going on with Arizona, what's happened to Arizona State. It doesn't register very highly, but I would say keep your eye on Reno. I really think the Wolfpack can do something this season here. Interesting. Uh, Zubin, uh, the, the Super Bowl participants were, were set. It's Philadelphia. It's New England again. How's the country going to uh, embrace this game? Will they, on the surface, do you think that the um, – that the that NBC is glad that they got Philadelphia and New England uh, in the Super Bowl. I am of the belief that the game has now gotten to a point where it really doesn't matter who's in it. Um, because the way I look at it is, you know, let's say an average of 24 million people a week watch the NFL. If you want to go like the high end, let's go a really highly rated Sunday night football game. Sunday's second game on Fox, America's Game of the Week. Let's just call it 24 million. Uh, you know, CBS's numbers are amazing for the AFC title game. A little bit of an aberration, only game going, Brady, injuries, Jag story, etc. But let's just basically ball or ballpark and say on a really, really good NFL regular season Sunday, you'll get 24 million people to watch. If you're telling me more than 100 million people watch the Super Bowl, I mean, that's easy math that says 76 million people are watching one and only time here. So they don't care. <laughs> they may know who Tom Brady is. They may know who Giselle is. And they have no idea who Blake Bortles is. Mm. But the game has gotten to such a point, and I don't think there's anything else in the American sports culture that's even close, that I honestly think it could have been the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Philadelphia Eagles. It could have been the Jags in Minnesota. It could have been New England in Minnesota. It could have been any combination of teams. I certainly think NBC's happy from a Brady standpoint because it's more promotable. But as for the rating itself, the game has just gotten to such a point where there are so many more people that are watching football one time. The number of non-football watchers on Super Bowl Sunday dwarfs the number of people that regularly watch football. So to them, I don't think it really matters who's in the game because they couldn't tell you A from B. So I generally think, yes, it certainly doesn't hurt to have the Pats. The Jags could have been a good sort of America's team, bad news bear sort of story if you had the two weeks to sell it properly. But I just generally believe the Super Bowl has now just gotten to a point where you could literally just take one team from the NFC, one team from the AFC, throw darts at a map, put them out there in any venue, in any stadium, in any weather, <laughs> and I think the game would do 100 million viewers. And that's a credit to the league, and that's a credit to the notion that this is so much more than just a game. I certainly think they're happy they got the Pats because it does give them a couple of bigger markets, two big markets, and it gives us some name recognition. But I just think the game has just gotten to a, to a point where it has swelled to such a degree that literally any of the two 32 teams you could pick and I think the game would do a monstrous number. Uh, Zubin, last thing, uh, an NBA question for you. Um, regarding Markel Fultz, the number one overall pick in the draft, who was really good in the Pac-12 at Washington, uh, and, and his, his fall from you know being the number one pick to where he's at now, which is not playing, is it between his ears? Is this Steve Sachs? Is this Steve Blass? Is this John Lester not being able to throw over to first base unless Wilson Contreras comes out and drops a cuss word at him? Um, what, what is going on with Markel Fultz here that, uh, that he just, for whatever reason, can't shoot? Because I think injury has been ruled out. What are your NBA insiders telling you? Is it between his ears? I think it's too much too soon. 
Because I also think, I mean, look, when your veteran presence, and by the way, I love this player. I think he's very, very underrated. But when your veteran presence is like big shot Bob Covington and J.J. Reddick, right? Like, when that is your veteran core, and what's, what's folks going to do? Go to Joel Embiid and ask what it's like to go through the rigors of an NBA season. The guy can't stay on the court. Um, and Ben Simmons basically missed all of last year with a broken foot. He's one of the worst free throw shooters in the NBA, yet he's a dazzling performer. So I think a lot of it for Fultz is like when you're struggling, where do you go? Joel Embiid doesn't have any experience. Ben Simmons doesn't have any experience. Mm-hmm. Your coach is nothing, has done nothing but lose. I like Brett Brown. He hung through it. He had a great attitude. He sat next to Greg Popovich for a long time. I'm certainly sure he soaked up some knowledge from Popovich. But you can't even go to your coach because your coach doesn't even have the equity of being able to say, hey, trust me, we can work through tough times. I've been there, done that. He hasn't been there. He hasn't done that. That's why, at least with Teron Liu, with what's going on with the Cavs, with the craziness of the Cavs, he can, at the end of the day, turn around and say, guys, guys, I took us to an NBA title. I took this team over in turmoil from David Blatt, and eventually we won the championship. Things might be bad now, but I've got some credibility. I have some equity. When you're Markel Fultz and you can't turn to your coach for that, your best players have scarcely more experience than you do, and this whole trust the process thing, which I think at the beginning of the season, people were saying, all right, the Sixers are going to make the playoffs. The Sixers might even be a tough first-round opponent. Right now, that seems a little bit in peril. So I think with Fultz, yes, it could be between his ears, but I also think in a team sport where you've got to pick each other up throughout the course of a season, when you can't rely on your teammates through no fault of their own, they just haven't been there and done that, and your coach has just basically sat through one of the worst rebuilding projects in the history of the NBA, he can't come at you and say, this is how we're going to turn it around. So he's a young kid that I don't know has, he has anywhere to turn. And I think that's sometimes the toughest thing. You know, things are getting tough with the Spurs right now with Kawhi. I don't think it's going to be a big issue for them. The Warriors are constantly at each other's throats. Steve Kerr <laughs> and Draymond and Curry and the Rockets have had problems. I always think the Celtics have had some chirping. They're all fine because they've all been there, done that. The Sixers just don't have that anywhere on the roster. So when you need to turn and look for a piece of advice or a shoulder to lean on or an ear to hear your problems, where on this roster are you going to go? Excellent point. Uh, Zuba Mehante, Zuba, we'll save your Super Bowl pick until next week when we catch up with you then. We look forward to it as we always do. Thank you, Zuba, and appreciate it. You got it, guys. Thanks. Good to talk to you. Zuba Mehante, ESPN, uh, joining us as we uh, go around the world of sports uh, with Zuba. Who was the catcher? Wasn't there a catcher that couldn't throw the ball back? To his pitcher, the double clutched that he would drop. Oh yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah. there? I thought you were talking about Major League Two. No, I, well, <laughs> no. was there one in that? Yeah, yeah. But there was a Major League catcher that would. Yeah, it had the little hitch he, in there. He could throw, he wouldn't throw it, and then he'd throw it the second time. Yeah. John I, Lester to first base. Remember yeah, Contreras? Yeah. He called him. Uh, you know what he called him, and you know what happened. Um, <laughs> I think it's, well, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Who the hell am I fooling? Uh, we'll take a time out. We'll come back, wrap up the hour, busy in the 1 o'clock hour. Reed Timmer, uh, Drake's leading scorer, will be here at 1 o'clock. Scott Dockerman on the Hawks at about one twenty, And then Nick Athen will uh, get us out of here. Well, Trent's picks, which I'm, are you, are you ready for those? I was all right. I How did you do I yesterday? State, I, I went 5-2. and two. That's a winning week. I, was I mean, State winning was, night. was the loser that I gave out, but I'll try to find a winner. I'm I'm obviously I'm against Iowa today. I Are mean, you? I mean it goes without saying.
It is. Right. For people that are heading back to work at the end of the noon hour, I'll give you that for free right now. <laughs> you don't have to stick around until uh, one fifty-five. But I'll see if I can find something else in there. We'll take a time out. We'll come back, finish the hour, packed in the 1 o'clock. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. My name is Natasha, and I'm with Coleman Greater Iowa. We've been teaming up with Iowa Wild for five years now to host Pink in the Ring. If you've never been, this is the year. Join us at Wells Fargo Arena on Saturday, February 10th. We'll have lots of giveaways and a silent auction. If you're brave enough, you can get your head shaved or color your hair pink. After the game, don't miss the live jersey auction where you could take home your favorite player's jersey. So come on out Saturday, February 10th at 6 p.m. Wear your pink and help us raise money for life-saving services in our area. For more information and to buy your tickets, go to homeingreateriowa.org. See you there. Running low on the stuff you need? Time for a Target run. We're here for all the big moments and the little ones, too, like flashing your pearly whites with buy one, get one 25% off oral care. Time for a selfie or stocking up on pick-me-ups. Get a free $5 gift card when you spend $15 on all yogurt, like Chobani and Dannon. And soak up some vitamin C with navel oranges on sale $4.99 for an 8-pound bag. Get low prices on thousands of items today and every day. Target run and done. Pricing may vary. Restrictions may apply. The thought of winter coming can be chilling. Knee-deep snow, face-numbing winds, frozen fingers, temperatures below zero. And yet, without a Duralast car battery, it could be even worse. That's why Duralast batteries are tested to perform in harsh conditions. So even if it's 40 below zero, your car can start up like it's 72 and sunny. Duralast, proven tough and only at AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Your home for UNI basketball is right here, 1700 KBGG. It's stolen away. McLeod's got it for UNI. Juwan for Brown. He'll throw it inside to pick. He laid it up and in. Catch every Panther basketball game home and away on 1700 KBGG with a call from Gary Rima. And the head coach for the Panthers, Ben Jacobson, joins Jimmy B and TC each Monday at 515. Presented by Washer Systems of Iowa. Your home for the Panthers, 1700 KBGG. Carrie Ann's Food Pantry serves the residents of Southeast Polk School District as well as all of Bondurant and Pleasant Hill. If you live in this area or use the school system and find yourself in need of additional food at this time, come in Mondays or Wednesdays between 3 and 6 or on Tuesday, Thursday, or Friday between 11 and 1. You will need to bring in an ID for each member of your family and a piece of mail postmarked and delivered to you for each adult over 18 in order to register. There are no income requirements, no checking of employment, nor need to be signed up for any government or church charity program. We are here to help. If you need food, we have it for you. Caring Hands has been serving the Southeast Polk area for more than 20 years and is funded by charitable contributions from those of us in the community. Check out their website at caringhandsiowa.org.
You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Here we go. Back to Iowa's only local sports show over your lunch hour. Here's Ken and Trent. All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Uh, Trent Conn and myself with you until 2 o'clock. You've got a busy night tonight, Trent. You've got some high school hoops. Yeah, doubleheader up in Johnston tonight. The Dragons hosting Southeast Polk. We'll take the airwaves at 6 o'clock, 6.15 with the girls' side. Mm-hmm. And about 8 o'clock on the boys' side of things. Johnston, kind of one of the surprises. Fear they'd be good. They're better than good. They're, they've been uh, one of the top probably five teams in the state in Class 4A. So excited to see them. Saw them earlier this year. Back in 2017, my first look in 2018 at the Dragons against the Rams. Which of the two games has the chance to be the most competitive, the girls or the boys? Probably the girls' side. Uh, okay. Both those teams are ranked in the top 15, so it would probably be the girls' one. Southeast spoke. Starting to rebuild a little bit on the boys' side. they still got a little ways to go. But, yeah, if you're looking for a tight one, I'd probably check in late in that one. Should be tight in the girls' side of things. You spent the four minutes during the break trying to find a game to find yes. out. Have you? I did. Uh, it, this is one that when I was doing what my... What game will distract sleeping. you from your play-by-play duties tonight, Trent? <laughs> well, it'll be at 6 o'clock. Not, yeah. not Iowa, Wisconsin. Okay. Not Kansas, Oklahoma. But it is in the Big 12. Oklahoma State at Texas Tech. And you're taking who? I'm taking the Red Raiders. Laying a hefty number at 8.5. Mm-hmm. But, Tough uh, to win on the road in the Big 12, Trent. It is. After the performance we saw at Texas Tech yeah. up in Ames, the upset win from Oklahoma State, mm-hmm. perfect spot. This is like an automatic firing spot. Kind of two positives going for me there. We'll uh, come back with a 1 o'clock hour. Reed Timmer, uh, senior uh, from Drake, leads things off. Uh, Scott Dockerman will be here. So will Nick Athen. We're jam-packed in the 1 o'clock hour. It's next on the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. 1700 KBGG brings you Westwood One coverage of the NFL all season long through the Super Bowl. 
There's absolutely nothing traditional about my small business. And when it comes to technology, I need someone who understands my unique needs. That's where my Dell Small Business Technology Advisor comes in. With one phone call, he sets me up with tailored products and services. And when my advisor is focused on my tech, I can focus on my small business. Get end-to-end solutions with the help of a Dell advisor, including PCs featuring Intel Core processors. Call an advisor today at 877-BY-DELL. At Discover, we believe anniversaries should be a time of celebration, not obligation. That's why we think annual fees are ridiculous. And now just for giving us a try, we're going to give new card members a one-year anniversary gift they'll never forget. At the end of your first year, we'll match all the cash back you've earned dollar for dollar. No caps and no catches, because we know if you try us, you'll like us. And that's worth every penny. Try it and believe it at discover.com slash match. Cashback match offer only for new card members. Limitations apply. My number two does not look like a number two. I don't know what to call it. Is there a number three? Table for four, please. Anything close to the restroom. A middle seat with these stomach problems? That's my fear of flying. Sound like you? If it does, you could be one of the many people with a digestive condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. Even if you don't know what EPI is, you might know the symptoms. Frequent diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain. If you have even just one of these symptoms, you could still have EPI, because not everybody experiences EPI the same way, which is why it's so important to open up to your doctor about all your symptoms. And the good news is, EPI is manageable, So don't keep a lid on it. Go to identifyepi.com, complete the symptom checker, and use it to have a conversation with your doctor. Don't keep a lid on it. Visit identifyepi.com. Brought to you by AbbVie. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes, everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines. When you hear Washer Systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The Washer Systems of Iowa does so much more. Industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment, along with repair, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years. Washer Systems of Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, Head Coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, Washer Systems.